good evening to my podcasters. I missed yesterday and I do apologize. And so we're going to go ahead and continue um, with the uh, 10-minute Bible study for men and women. For all those who are listening, um, for you to be focused and encouraged according to the readings. And as I said in the beginning, when I started, I wanted to do this um, by this book that I had received. And I thought it was a great tool to use to encourage someone daily. And so our lesson on tonight is, I don't know what to pray. And so our scripture reading is going to come from Romans chapter 8. And some of you, literally some of you, are familiar with chapter 8. And I'm going to be reading... um, verses um, 22 through 28. And so our key verse is going to be uh, 26, which Romans 8 and 26, the NIV version says, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself intercedes for us through through wordless groans. And so Romans chapter 8, verses 22 through 28, it reads, For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together unto now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doeth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Can I say that verse again in 25? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it? And verse 28 says, Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And I thank God for that particular passage of Scripture because when we think about it, we have to understand that Paul is speaking of a threefold groanings of creation, of believers, and of the Holy Spirit. So we have to understand that the creation, as an example, animates and animates nature because it has been subjected to suffering and physical catastrophes because of our human sins. But God has purposed that nature itself will be redeemed and recreated. So therefore, we will be a new, so there will be a new heaven and a new earth a restoration of all things according to the will of God. So what does that mean? So according to the will of God, when God's faithful children receive their full inheritance. So you have to understand that through that, God has purposed that we will witness to be, we will be a witness or we will witness to be restored to receive the fullness of his inheritance. So although believers possess the spirit and his blessings they still groan inwardly they still groan inwardly what does that mean so with all of that being said we have to understand that the believers living in a sinful world 
that grieves them still experience imperfections, pain, and sorrow. And here's what you have to understand. You have to know how to pray and what to pray for. And it's amazing how we find ourselves when we're going through pain, we're going through betrayal, we're going through hurt, we're going through divorce, we're going through separation, we're going through our children being disobedient, we're going through our children being addicted to drugs and alcohol, they're going, they're in and out of jail. We go through sufferings on our jobs, we go through sufferings in our health, we go through a lot in this world, but we have to understand that if, if, if the Holy Spirit intercedes for us, then we have to believe that if we can't say a word, we can just wave our hands. If we can't say a word, we can just moan and groan in our spirit. And the Holy Spirit will intercede on our behalf. The Holy Spirit will, will intercede for us. The Holy Spirit will stand in a gap for us. The Holy Spirit will speak for us. And that is what we must understand. So there's two things that I want you to understand. There's actually questions. But it says, what does the phrase wordless groans say to you is it a good description of how you feel when you don't know how or what to pray why or why not and if i was to ask answer that question for myself i would have to say when i am really going through let's just say me and my husband has a horrible disagreement and we're really into it and i'm crying out like i'm literally crying because i feel like i'm about to lose my mind and I'm in the car. I'm not praying, but I'm crying. But while I'm crying, the Holy Spirit is still interceding on my behalf because I haven't cussed. I haven't threw in the towel. I haven't um, did anything out of anger, but I am crying because I'm trying to hold my composure. I'm crying because I'm trying to stay in character. I'm crying because I don't want to lose myself. I'm crying because I don't want to lose my mind. So I'm crying out to God and I'm believing that through my tears and through my groanings and through my moanings that he is understanding the cries of my heart. And so that's why I say, this is why I, I know I have to realize how to pray and what to pray for. The second thing is notice that this Bible passage uses the same word groan to describe both the Holy Spirit's intercession and the state of all creation as it waits for the birth of something new. What do you think this implies? But you know me saying that, you know what it reminds me? It reminds me when Jesus told Peter, he said, Peter, Satan's job is to sift you like wheat, is to separate you from, separate the grain from the wheat. But I, he said, but Jesus said to Peter, but I, I intercede on your behalf. I pray for you. And you need to find somebody that will intercede on your behalf, that will pray for you when you can't say a word, that you are so speechless, that you are so overwhelmed and over overwhelmed with emotion. So know that in childbirth, a woman moves past the ability to talk in coherent words. The process of delivery is so intense that every morsel of her being her mental state, her emotional state, her physical state. And I'm a woman and I've had five children naturally. So I can tell you that we are moaning and we are groaning and we feel like we have lost our way. So it is completely, so it, it is completely focused on this amazing act that breaks 
her open in order to bring new life into this world. So know that when you are going through, know that when there is a struggle, know that when there's issues and situations and you just don't know what to pray and how to pray, know that reality is telling us that no matter if we are, no matter if we are, yes, that's my, my little miniature schnauzer, um, no matter what happens, that our breaking, that the cry of our brokenness, the cry of our wordlessness is bringing new life into this world. We're birthing something. But in this passage of Paul's letter to the Romans, he compared our current state of reality to that intense process of birthing a baby. We cannot control our circumstances any more than a woman can control childbirth. With that in mind, we don't need to know what to pray. After all, we can't tell God what needs to happen. He doesn't need us to tell him. Instead, we can simply surrender to the Spirit. God is with us in the process. He feels the same pain we do. And he will pray through... Quirky, hush. And he will pray through us, birthing his Spirit into our hearts and the world around us. And if I want to add just a little bit to that, please know that when we are having our baby, they can give us dates all day long, but sometimes those dates don't come to pass. Sometimes we're overdue. Sometimes the, the childbirth is premature. So at any given moment, we can't control when our child decides to come. So we sometimes we can't even control the birthing process. Sometimes you just got to allow what's happening and go in God and know that he's with you. So Lord God, we are praying to you on today because you're our loving Lord of life and we don't know how or what to pray. So Lord, we ask that you pray through us, pray through me, God, as we surrender ourselves to your spirit so that we so that we can be born in so that your holy spirit can be born in us. Amen. Amen. So know that I am praying for you all. Know that I am thanking God for you all listening to me on today. Again, I apologize for the broadcast not coming on yesterday, but I thank God for a new day. I thank God for a new reading. I thank God for another opportunity to come and give you some encouraging words so that you can remain focused. And if you don't know what to pray, just moan and groan in your spirit and know that the Holy Spirit will intercede on your behalf. Remember, God hears your heart and he sees your tears. Amen. Amen.